0: Hi everyone and welcome to Audio Note Number 25. My name is Andrew Robinson. And after listening to the last audio note, you may be coming into this audio note with some questions. Questions like, hey, Andrew, if I'm a mobile made up of all these parts, are you saying that I have multiple personalities? That would be a natural question that might come up. You may also wonder if I'm not a single-celled organism, like I talked about in the last audio note. Who is the real me? What is my true identity? I have personal relationships with a number of you out there that are high level leaders. You oversee dozens or even hundreds of people. So one of the questions you may be asking is, hey, this is all great, Andrew, but what on earth does this have to do with leadership? Help me see the practical import of what you're talking about. So I am so glad that you asked because that's exactly where we're going. I'll begin by clarifying the complex identity framework that I introduced in the last audio note. A better understanding of this framework will help you answer these questions and probably other questions that you're bringing into this audio note. Those of you out there that have a keen interest in translating this model into your daily leadership practice will find a whole new perspective that you can carry into your role as a leader First, let me address the question about whether I'm implying that you and I have multiple personalities. In the sense that will become clearer as we go on, absolutely, we absolutely have multiple personalities. In fact, any understanding of ourselves that doesn't fully appreciate this, or what I've labeled the single-selved approach, will not satisfy your desire, your quest to truly understand and know yourself. If you view yourself as a single self, you will be consistently surprised when these other parts enter in and you'll be frustrated by your inability, your limitations in terms of your ability to make sense of it all and work with yourself. So this question about multiple personalities requires further clarification because we often associate that term with people that actually have mental illness That have been diagnosed with what the dsm calls dissociative identity disorder as we're trying to differentiate between what i'm talking about with us having multiple personalities and dissociative identity disorder it's a question of integration most of us have the level of functionality that allows us to navigate life's daily demands we have a higher level of integration the person with a dissociative identity gets stuck in one of their parts. It's like someone getting stranded on a slab of ice that broke off from a large iceberg. Most people maintain a connection with themselves. They have more integration. The person that has a dissociative identity is is stuck within one of their particular parts. So if we use the mobile example, they are stuck in one of the parts of the mobile. This obviously is a massive oversimplification of dissociative identity. There is a tremendous amount of research and books out there. I just wanted to point this out so that you could better understand the similarities and differences between a dissociative identity and the reality that we're all comprised of a complex network of internal parts that I attempt to capture in my complex identity framework. Some of you out there are familiar with internal family systems, or IFS, which parallels the complex identity framework. And as we move forward, you'll see some similarities. You will also see some of the features of complex identity framework that depart in some ways or fill in some aspects of internal family systems. So hopefully this helps clarify the sense in which you and I have multiple parts, but that doesn't mean that we have dissociative identity. So let's answer that additional question. What on earth does this have to do with leadership? So the mere mention of the term leadership implies other people, right? When we say that a person is a good leader, we assume this person is leading other people. If we view leadership and the leading of other people through the lens of complex identity framework, we realize that the leading of other people begins with leading ourselves, all of ourselves. I'm using ourselves here as two words, all of ourselves, to emphasize the point. We've established you have numerous selves. Selfship is the act of providing leadership for these internal parts. This raises an obvious question. If you have a variety of parts or selves, which one is the leader? Which one is the true self? In reality, our true self is not any one of these selves on their own. Let's return to the mobile analogy when I said we're a complex array of selves interconnected into a whole system. Now imagine something disrupts the mobile. The parts that were once calm are now in motion, maybe violently in motion if you've ever like stood up and accidentally hit a mobile. Now imagine calmly with both hands reaching out to bring each part back into a steady state. Now you step back and the parts again are calm. You can picture them gently swaying together. So guess who did that? Guess who brought calm to the entire mobile? That's the self. It's in this sense that the self is not any of the other parts of the mobile. The self is the you that relates to yourselves. So if you can follow that analogy, the self is the you that relates to yourselves. If you follow the analogy, you understand that this has everything to do with leadership. The person that has selfship possesses the ability to bring stability and integrity to themselves. When something activates a part or several parts, this person has the capacity to, one, recognize that they're activated, and two, has the dexterity to work to ground the activated parts within them and restore peace. Now, this doesn't mean the person lives a life of non-reactivity. That's not the goal. We ought to react to the world around us it's what lets us and other people know that we're actually alive. The question I've asked all along is whether our reaction is commensurate with the situation and the stimuli that created the reaction. So do you remember the reactivity scale? When we were going through it, I challenged you to consider on a scale of 1 to 10 whether a particular reaction was in sync with what the situation required. For example, I've noticed myself over the past few days experiencing higher levels of reactivity in response to some projects I'm working on. Now, on the one hand, these projects involve risk at a personal, a relational, and a financial level. But if I don't react to risk, something's wrong with me. But I've noticed myself at times up above like a seven or an eight when the situation requires something more like a four. So basically... I'm having almost twice the reaction that I should have to the situation. You might say that the risk-taking is accessing some deep-seated insecurities, but I find it more helpful to use the complex identity framework language. It's this disparity between the four and the eight that lets me know that a part or several parts have entered a state of activation. Internal leadership for me in this situation, or what I call self-ship, enables me to actually work with those parts. That's what leaders do with their teams, right? That's what you do with the people that you work with. That's what coaches do with players. I'm merely applying this same principle to the way that we work with ourselves. As we increase our ability to lead ourselves, we expand our capacity to lead others. Now, let me be clear. Leader effectiveness doesn't depend on a person's selfship. A leader's ability to deliver on KPIs and other metrics says very little about their selfship. The world may see this person as a highly successful leader and such a person may have the data to actually back it up. But do these leadership results stem from a person that leads themselves, a person with selfship? That's a completely different question. In the next audio note, I'll talk about how to translate complex identity framework into daily exercises that can develop your self-ship by bringing a higher level of integration to yourself, all of yourself. Until then, as always, wherever you are, I'm so glad that you are here. Take care, everyone.